was shining it was like perfect temperature and I walked outside and just said thank you thank you for a beautiful day universe and actually I thanked Oscar too today's his memorial and I thanked him for setting us up to go outside and be able to say goodbye to him not in like the pouring down rain or anything like that it's a beautiful day like he lived a beautiful life serving people all right, so today's reading is the quote is from James Oppenheim. The foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man grows it under his feet. Ooh, that's a pretty interesting one. We have so many memories, and it's sadly true that often the unhappy ones are the easiest to recall. Sometimes these memories dog us through a day, and the past tinges our present with sadness. This keeps us from being at our best, but it doesn't have to happen. In our recovery, we're learning to, le- to live each day and to relish the, great, the present moment. This means not letting old hurts, guilt, and shame from the past invade our lives today. What has happened is done. What is to happen will take place on its own time and at its own place. Pace. In this day, at this moment, we are alive and we're free to choose how to feel, and what to do right now. We are free to feel grateful for the chance to live again. We are free to take advantage of this chance to do our best. If we need help, we are free to ask for that as well. By living the present the best way we can, we can also, we are also ensuring that good memories will be our gift for the future. Each day we live as well as we can makes our lives more worthwhile, more content, more our own. Today, let me enjoy the moments I am in, for they are all I have. We've chatted about this theme before, <laughs> and it strikes a chord with some conversations that I've had this week. I have this philosophy about part one and part two of my life, and <clears throat> I believe that everybody, like everything, everybody, every memory, every every contribution up to the last, you know, 45 years was part one of my life. And now 46 on will be part two. And that part one kind of prepared me for that. And I don't really hang out there much. I am currently writing it all down. And when I'm done with that, then I I don't plan on revisiting there. I I will to share my story, but even that, I guess, I've been thinking about this. I got feedback twice this week that as I share my story, that my my audience has said, you know, basically they they'd really I don't want to say like to see my pain, but they don't necessarily feel the p- 
pain that's caused from the gambling addiction in, in the way I'm delivering the message. And I've, I've, <laughs> I've been trying to digest that. And what I realize, it's not that I didn't experience the pain. It's not that I don't relate to other people's pain. It's that I'm grateful for the pain and I'm grateful for where it led me. So I don't, I don't show sadness and I don't know, I don't want to say, you know, grief or the misery that doesn't, that doesn't show up for me because I know that even that had a purpose. So it's really crazy. So the energy I'm putting off is not one of uh, the shame and the guilt and all the feelings that went with gambling. The energy I'm putting off is where I'm at today in this this part two of my life and the the gratitude just kind of bubbles over I guess so it, it was interesting feedback and I'll you know I'll have to digest it but I'm I'm grateful for even that and I'm great that that's how I'm showing up for the world you know in a good place because that's really what I want people to understand I, I want the people who don't understand gambling and, and the severity of the consequences if people do become addicted. And then I want the gamblers that don't know that there's hope for a better life to understand that the life on the other side of gambling could be so beautiful. No matter how much debt we're in, no matter how much damage we've done, you, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And when you come out on the other side, you'll be exactly where you're supposed to be. And it's really powerful once the light bulb goes on for that. It's 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 just beautiful. Yeah, that's that's my interpretation of of the memories and the sadness. And this reading really talks about living in today. And we should we should think about the magnitude of that and and I know that I've read the you know the poems or the the things that talk about you know like yesterday's gone we have today we can't really do much about tomorrow and again I was thinking about that with this morning with Oscar you know he asked me he wanted to be on the podcast he had volunteered and in my mind he was going to be on step 11 in November and I blew it. Um, you guys will never have the fortune to meet Oscar and to hear his experience, strength and hope. This is a man who who has been down a lot of a lot of tracks of learning, I guess we can call them. You know, he had he's been in long term recovery for for drugs and alcohol and gambling. And he was a, a bright life in all of our lives that really he cheerleaded for everybody and he did what he could that day, you know, every day. He was the guy you picked up that picked up the phone no matter when you needed him, day or night. He always had a positive word. I will say he challenged us, you know, like he gave me grief about smoking and uh, maybe even drinking. Bobby, why don't you just stop? Bobby, just stop. Why are you smoking, Bobby? You got to give that up. You know, it was cheerleading and and rooting for us you know never 
never from a place other than love. Um, he was he was seventy years old, and in school, faithfully on Monday nights, he was in. Um, oh, I mess up these words all the time. Is it seminary school? Am I saying it right? He was. He, he was going to school to learn how to be, I don't know if it's a pastor or reverend, but every Monday night, and if he wasn't in his class at 70 years old to to share his, you know, his relationship with God and his messaging, if he wasn't there, then he showed up at Monday night group. Like that's that's the guy he was. He was 24-7 about service and recovery, and he lived in the moment and I'm just so grateful to have had him in my life as an example, as a friend, as a golfing buddy, you know, lots of, lots of reasons to love Oscar. So, yeah, so let's make today about living in today, whether you're here with me on June 6th or you're here with me in the future. Every day we should be living in today. I know I'm going to go outside and I'm going to enjoy that sunshine and I'm going to go say goodbye to Oscar and I'm going to be productive and hopefully I'll see one of my friends from work. She has Girl Scout cookies for me, which is good because I'm almost out of ice cream. So there's lots to be grateful for today. I hope that you guys get to enjoy every moment of wherever you're at and whatever you're doing. And if it's not all that you imagine, think about think about what it looks like if, if it is and, and try to find the small things to be grateful for. If you just start with one little thing and, and just be mindful, you'll find that you'll find more and more things to be grateful for. It's a beautiful thing once we learn to do that. All right, beautiful people. Bobby the Awesome is going to get ready to face the day. Have a beautiful, positive day. So long. And you're well